Hi, how's it going, everybody? And welcome to the Debutify podcast, a premier e-commerce podcast brought to you by Debutify. I'm your host, Alex Bond, and today I'll be talking with Ashley Kincaid, the founder and CEO of Private Label Mastery about Amazon selling techniques. Private Label Mastery is an online class that teaches entrepreneurs the ins and outs of optimizing Amazon's fulfillment by Amazon service. This masterclass is designed to show entrepreneurs how Ashley earned over $2 million on Amazon FBA in under three years, allowing her to quit her nine-to-five job in corporate America, find financial independence, and live a life of passion and purpose. Here's our interview now. Ashley, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here, Alex. Really excited. Absolutely. We're happy to have you. So we'll start out with just a bit about your company, Private Label Mastery. Can you explain what that is to us exactly? Sure. Well, a Private Label Mastery, Alex, was uh, founded out of a desire to help other people have success that I've had on Amazon FBA. So I built a pretty successful company on Amazon.com five or six years ago and and grew it to a multi-million dollar company. And then I took those funds and decided to start PLM. So we basically are a coaching education and consulting company for Amazon sellers. And we are, uh, I kind of describe us, Alex, as the invisible hand behind Amazon private label. So when you shop on Amazon, put those things in the shopping cart for Christmas, a lot of those products are our products or our students' products. We have tens of thousands of products on Amazon. So you wouldn't know that when you check out and shop on Amazon, but those are many of our products and our students' products. So, So we really enjoy just launching products on Amazon and, you know, helping people kind of get their feet wet and grow with e-commerce. It's a really exciting time to be in e-commerce. So uh, that's what Private Label Mastery is all about. And I love to you know, come on shows like yours, Alex, and not only share my story of, you know, how Amazon and e-commerce has changed my life, but, you know, introduce other people to this opportunity too. So that's a little bit about what we do. That's very cool. So you guys are kind of, you know, the man behind the curtain and how products get branded, developed and pushed in front of the the necessary target audience for people who are going to buy these specific products. That's right. There's a lot that goes into, you know, launching a product on Amazon. A lot of people don't even know when they shop on Amazon. Amazon, Alex, that those aren't Amazon products. They're from third-party sellers, people like me, you know, mom and pops, just everyday people that have launched something. So uh, there's a lot that goes into that development and those ideas and the, you know, the sourcing and the manufacturing. So um, it looks all pretty and packaged on Amazon, but behind the scenes, gosh, there's a lot of work, a lot of time. And, you know, someone's real money that goes into that. So we take that really seriously. And we've been doing it so long that we've really like dialed in a process. We have a big team, about 40 people that basically dedicate their lives to launching products on Amazon. So it's really exciting. And uh, it's really exciting just to, you know, be be a part of Amazon. The plan that Amazon has for third-party sellers over the next 10 years is super exciting. So a lot of people think, Alex, these days, like, oh my gosh, you know, how can I launch a product on Amazon? There's already too many. Every, every Everything's already on there. Uh, And it's just not the case. We literally are launching products today on Amazon that aren't even there. Like, Like they literally, there's so much search volume and we go in and launch a new product that's not even on Amazon. So there's still so many opportunities out there for new people, maybe like watching your show, Alex, who uh, wonder if they can make money on Amazon. It's just a matter of kind of jumping in, taking action. And it's always easier when you have a plan, right? When you have someone to kind of guide you through that process and make it faster for you. And that's where we kind of come in. So let's talk about that class a little bit. So what does the syllabus kind of look like? I mean, what are some (laughs) of the tips and tricks that attendees can expect to learn in this, you know, PLM class? 
Oh, well, th- that's a great question. I love how you I love how you said the word syllabus. It's, I, I love that. I think we're always lifetime students, right, as entrepreneurs. So, you know, usually it's really cool, Alex. People come to our program, PLM, and most of them have never done this before. You know, they click an ad. They, they find out about our company on somewhere like Facebook or LinkedIn or, or Google. They click an ad. They, you know, sign up to speak to our team. They have a conversation. They decide they want to do this. Uh, they want to start an Amazon business in a matter of days. And they go from like never been an entrepreneur to suddenly like creating a business entity and getting this set up. So they come in, it's about a six month process. We've launched tens of thousands of products on Amazon now, and we've found a process to kind of get someone from zero to to 60 in like about six months. So from the time they come in, like nothing, six months later, we're going to get you a product on Amazon. Uh, It's going to be making and bringing in money. Uh, You're going to create like a long-term asset. So sometimes it moves a bit faster than that. Uh, It really depends on, you know, Alex, if people have an idea already, which they usually don't, how complicated their product may be to manufacture, if they're doing anything custom. Usually we try to get people just to get moving fast and, you know, to get their first product on Amazon out there and then to refine it as they go. So they come in, uh, they learn our training, they learn in our program, our coaching team basically dive straight into their Amazon account. Uh, we approve every product on all of our clients sell, which is amazing across our tens of thousands of products. So, you know, a lot of people, Alex, are nervous of investing money uh, when they're starting an Amazon business. Wow, you know, $3,000 or $5,000 into like my first inventory. But we make that process foolproof because our whole team is so invested in our student successes. We approve their products, help them match them with a supplier. We even have done for you sourcing if people don't even want to do that. You know, they don't want to go to China. They don't want to talk to suppliers. We just kind of fast track that whole process for people. So they're basically just the business owner and everything kind of moves along a bit quicker. So there's finding a product, you know, making sure it's going to sell well on Amazon, working with our team, getting it launched, getting it sent into Amazon's warehouses, listing it on Amazon, and then manufacturing and advertising it. So this whole process from beginning to end takes a few months. uh, And then they're basically, people are off to the races, you know, they can make that one product really big on Amazon. We have some people who make 10 or 20, $50,000 a month from one product on Amazon. And then we have a lot of people more typical that have like five or seven, you know, five or seven different private label products listed on Amazon, you know, making 10 or $20,000 a month in revenue. That's kind of the typical person that we see come in and do this, but we've got people making millions of dollars. You know, we have people who are, you know, stay at home moms thrilled to just make $3,000. It really just kind of depends on that person and how focused they want to be on their business. But that's the journey of kind of launching a private label product on Amazon. It's knowing how to source. It's knowing what sells on Amazon, knowing how to use the tools, you know, just sticking with it over time. No, that's impressive. And honestly, one of the major benefits that I see as as an onlooker is I can imagine when launching a product, let's say my company, there's kind of that nervousness of, am I making the right decision? Is this the right product? Is this the right name for it? Is this the right copy? One of the biggest benefits that I hear you say, Ashley, is that your team of people actually helps guide you know, these students in the right direction a little bit. Yeah, we actually approve every single product they saw on Amazon. We're very invested, almost like partners in our students' businesses. And you know, some of our students do their own sourcing, or we even match them with their own 
own sourcing agent. So it's kind of like a done for you sourcing model. It really just depends. But yes, the biggest thing, because someone would wonder, Alex, oh my gosh, is my idea going to sell on Amazon? Will I lose my money? Am I going to make a good investment? And they don't know until they try it if they don't have a, a coalition like you're providing. Right. So a lot of people come into this, Alex, on Amazon, you know, and get out of the game their first time. I can't tell you how many people I talk to who will go buy like, you know, 5,000 watches or 5,000 gloves and think, oh, well, this sells on Amazon a lot. So I'm just going to, you know, buy it. Um, and they don't know how to really sell on Amazon or or how to actually do that. And so then they lose their money. We don't like, we never see that happen with our people. Uh, we have a really different strategy of how we launch the products on Amazon. We test products um, in smaller quantities. So we like to be a little bit more of a slow and steady approach with people. So they're not coming in and, and start and, you know investing that much money right away. So a little bit more of a slow and steady approach we have found works better with people. Patience is valuable for sure. So your experience started by selling books on Amazon, yes, which you then quickly succeeded at reaching <laughs> about $2 million in sales in just under three months. Why did you decide to pivot and start PLM instead of continuing on the already successful path that you were on? Well, I started off as a bookseller because I didn't know better. I didn't know that people could be really successful <laughs> successful with their own brands. I was a newbie, like a lot of your listeners, kind of just trying to figure out how to make money on a business. And so I heard people made a lot of money selling used books on Amazon. I thought, wow, that's a really cool. I love that. I like, I like books. I like finding books. I found it really fun. So I started off my business kind of reselling, uh, going to, you know, book sales and garage sales and yard sales and Goodwill and those kind of places. And I heard that, wow, you can buy a book for a dollar and flip it on amazon.com for like 10 or 15 bucks all day. And I thought, wow, that's pretty easy business to start. And so I started doing that, built a huge team at one point and making great money, really profitable business, but very tiring, a lot of work to maintain. It kind of like created a full-time job for myself. So that's when I learned that you could private label products on Amazon. You could actually make your own product, find a supplier, find and actually call it your own brand and create something sellable. So that took me a couple of years to get to that place. But that's how I started PLM as I had my own private label products on Amazon. And the market has changed on Amazon. You can still be successful selling books today, but it's a lot harder than it was like in 2017 or 2018. We still see people really successful with that, but we do recommend today to have more of a private labeling approach, building your own brand, creating your own assets, your own trademarks, even your own patents in some cases. It's just a little bit more of a long-term play with Amazon today. And kind of like the flipping of products that I own but didn't create feels kind of more like up eBay's alley. That's that's how I always remembered eBay is going on to, to buy something that I need that someone was throwing on an auction. It wasn't necessarily something that they created, you know, top to bottom, like what you guys are doing now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of like reselling eBay style. And there's still a ton of opportunity for that on, on Amazon. Gosh, but if you really want to build something that, you know, is scalable, you know, something that makes you real income, you know, six figures, seven figures, it's, it's just a lot more simple to have, you know, I went from 25,000 different books listed on Amazon down to like seven private label products. My business got much simpler, simplified the business and then made made more money over time. So, you know, anytime you can figure out how to kind of find your niche and private label, you create something long-term, you know, a lot of our students' products will sell for a year, two or three years even, 
All they have to do is just restock that same product on Amazon, essentially when it runs out. So it's a pretty scalable business model. And then a lot of our folks usually will end up exiting. We teach them how to exit. We teach them how to get, uh, you know, actually evaluate their business on Amazon. Believe it or not, you can sell an Amazon business. You absolutely can. We we do it all the time. And a lot of folks do that or you know, they keep it kind of as a, a long-term play. It really just depends on it. But ultimately it's, you know, a little more difficult to sell a book selling business or to pass it on to someone. And you want to create those assets, you know, you want to create a trademark, you want to create a website, all of these things that just will help you have success off Amazon too. That's awesome advice. You know, another thing that I find interesting in this free advice like you're giving us now is that on your website, you actually have an extensive library, free videos and blog posts. And, you know, they give really helpful advice on how to garner sales on Amazon. So with this access to free knowledge on your website, why should people still sign up to your masterclass? What, what else do you provide in there that you don't give on your website for free? Awesome. Great question. Well, gosh, we love, yeah, we love free training and free content. We think that's the best way to help people in the beginning to, you know, learn if this is right for you. So, you know, t- take all the videos you can go out there and learn. And eventually most people who are really seri- serious about this, see the value in being a part of a community. You know, we have a whole community at Private Label Mastery. You have about a thousand active Amazon sellers that we are working with at any one given time. So not only do you get access to a whole like full-time Amazon coaching team, people who have made millions of dollars, but you're actually going to get access to, uh, you know, the whole community of sellers around the world who are doing this. So there's a lot of value in, you know, watching videos and uh, certainly so much great training that we have out there to help people. But at the end of the day, you know, it's your product, it's your business, and you're going to want someone to partner with you to really walk beside you when you encounter those roadblocks, you encounter those ditches that do come when you start an Amazon business, working with seller support. You don't want to get tripped up on each of those little roadblocks. You want to have a more straight and narrow path. And so we created our program to basically give people access to our amazing, our amazing coaching team. So watch those videos, go on YouTube. All the, all that training is really, really great for someone starting off. But when you're really serious about doing this, you can shorten your learning curve a lot by, you know, finding mentors, finding advisors. They've been really key in my own business. You know, I've, I've invested extensively in those over the years. So it just kind of shortens your learning curve and gives you that team beside you. That's great. These tools in this masterclass, can they also be used for other retails outside of uh, Amazon? Can they be used on like an Etsy sort of platform as well? Or are they pretty particular to Amazon? That's a great question. Uh, We typically recommend just the average new person out there to start with Amazon. You know, my rule of thumb is you should be making at least like $10,000 a month in revenue on Amazon before you try to to move to other platforms. We do see some people come in who, you know, have a lot of success on a website or an Etsy or on a shopping cart type of Shopify store. It's pretty rare though. Usually my journey, what I recommend people do who are new to e-commerce is to start with amazon.com. It's still the easiest place to make money. It's still the easiest place to get your feet wet, to to get revenue coming in. You don't have to generate traffic. You don't have to figure out code. You don't have to figure out how to get customers on your website. They're already on Amazon. So we do some training, more advanced training with our, we call it our boardroom program uh, for people who are trying to get off Amazon and build a brand. But most people we work with just really need to maximize the Amazon opportunity um, before they start to venture out just because, uh, Yes, there's today just an amazing amount of opportunity. We, you know, put lots of people on Walmart, lots of people on Etsy, eBay. Those are really great platforms. And eventually you want to kind of 
diversify across those streams. But still today, you know, most of our training does apply to Amazon sellers. We just know that's the best opportunity for most people. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you have to be able to understand algebra before you can kind of tackle calculus or something like that in terms of making your own website. So uh, I think there's a lot of value in providing that baseline for people. What sort of success rate have you seen in the people who signed up for your class in terms of you know, their increase in sales or other sort of quantitative values like that? Well, we have a really high success rate because of how we teach. You know, we don't teach how most Amazon courses teach. Uh, most Amazon private label courses kind of teach a go big or go home model, meaning you get started with your business and then you just do one big launch. You know, you come up with one product idea, maybe put in, you know, 5,000 units of say a watch, like a, you know, product all in on one product, go, go big or go home. Sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. So, We've worked with thousands and thousands of people. And what we found is it's better to test small, take a little bit more time to get going and have more long-term success. So our success rate is super high. Uh, We always say that the only reason you wouldn't be successful in our program is if you literally don't do the work or don't follow the program. So it's just a matter of staying persistent, staying consistent. We have literally generated over $100 million in revenue across our students. So success rate is super high, but of course, everyone's business is ultimately up to them. You know, our most successful students have been at this for years. Gosh, we have people who, you know, it took them two or three years to hit their first $100,000. We have other people who made that their first month. It really just depends on the entrepreneur and, you know, how committed they stay through this process, but it does take time. You know, our program is six months. Uh, it, It may take you a year to hit that first milestone, but it's just a matter of staying committed and you will see success. Do you have any people who, who were in the class and say graduated six, Succeeded and then come back and teach as part of the class where they're they're kind of like, this is how the class works for me. And, and it kind of works like a, um, I don't know, on a more recursive level like that. Oh, absolutely. A lot of our client success managers actually went through our program, uh, went through our program, came in just like our students had a really, you know, built a really successful business. And now we're grateful enough. They come back and teach. So we have a huge coaching team, a huge client success team. And we're always really grateful for that because I always say, hey, these people don't have to work here. You know, they don't have to help others, but they generally choose to choose to come back. So yes, we have a lot of our, our students come back and teach some of them. uh, We have a lot of our team members actually go through our program who, you know, come here and work and never thought they would sell on Amazon and now they do. So it really just depends on that person. But yes. That's awesome. So I know this is going to be a major hypothetical, but I want to see how how good this class is. So let's say I've been selling a product right on Amazon successfully for um we'll say a couple of years now. How do I know, like you did at one point in time, when to quit my job and take it full time? Is there kind of like a a certain set of things that I should be looking for? What are your thoughts on that? A great question. Gosh, well, I think it's always a good idea. There's never a right time to quit a day job. There's never going to be a right time. Uh, it's not like, you know, the angel comes down and says it's time, right? <laughs> so it's just something that you decide to do and it's an individual process for each person. I mean, as a good rule of thumb, I think it's probably wise to have like six months of expenses in the bank before you do something like that. But I can tell you, I did it when I quit my job and a lot of other people I know didn't either. doesn't always happen like that. But uh, I think it's important to see like consistency in a business for about three to six months, at least before you would decide to do something like that. And hey, not everyone wants to also, I think it's important to recognize not everyone wants to quit their day job to be an Amazon seller too. We've got a lot of folks who are supplementing their retirement, paying their kids college tuition on the side. 
I mean, we literally have a lot of students in our program who put in about five hours a week into their Amazon business. So there's not necessarily a lot of necessary requirement to necessarily even quit the day job until you have that. But absolutely, I think uh, it's just important to see that consistency. And then eventually, if you just really have a process in place, you you can absolutely do that. Well, we definitely live in a, a gig economy where most people, at least my age, have some sort of a secondary income. You know, I I know I have two or three different sources of income, and that's just the way I've always known it, honestly. And I don't know, it's it's fascinating to see this could be a very easy side hustle, if you will. And to make the most of it, you could put five hours into it with this class and get more out of it than if you put 10 or 15 hours into this side hustle. So it's kind of like, you know, investing in your bottom line long-term. I, I can really appreciate that. Yeah. I can't, I, I have a hard time thinking of many better side hustles than selling on Amazon. You can do it remotely. You know, it, it doesn't take a lot of time. Gosh, you know, like I said, we pulled a lot of our clients and they're putting in like five to 10 hours a week on average on Amazon FBA. So it's not super time intensive, uh, especially the way that we teach it. We teach people to automate a lot of things, outsource things to our prep company, to a logistics company. So it's kind of laptop lifestyle. You know, you follow, you know, a few hours a week in the course, a few hours a week sourcing and, and, and kind of running the business. That's all it really takes. So yeah, we are in a gig economy. So I think it's so smart for people to have that second source of income. Pivoting to, you know, PLM and how you've been able to grow and, and scale that. How do you intend to continue that sort of scaling, say in the next few years? Well, we're in a really exciting time. We just know how many Amazon sellers are coming into the industry and how much, how many people want to do this. So we're really excited just to continue to offer more products. Ultimately, we only care if our students are successful. That's why we're here at the end of the day. So we're always brainstorming and trying to figure out um, what our students need to be better Amazon sellers, how we can support them. We would love to have a software tool. It's eventually one of our plans at Private Label Mastery. Uh, There are some amazing software tools out there for Amazon sellers that we send people to every day. Jungle Scout, Helium 10, you know, shout out to those companies. They're really, really great at what they do. But we'd eventually love to have something like that as well. But right now we've really found our niche in like the education, the sourcing space. So we want to just continue to build out those tools and Amazon's changing all the time. So we always have to stay on top of, you know, what Amazon's doing, how they're changing rules, how they're changing policies. So we kind of see ourselves as like the intermediary between Amazon and all of our clients. We are the experts we're in this every day. We kind of translate it and make it real to our students and, and we're like the first notice when things happen or how to how to deal with them. So that's kind of where we see ourselves going. We have a really big plan over the next three to five years to um, expand and just continue to be like that industry leader, Amazon coaching and education. So it's an exciting time. It's definitely an exciting time for people to get into this and learn. You brought something up that I thought about and actually wrote down is how how you guys have to keep up with Amazon's updates and rules and regulations and, you know, technology moves so exponentially quickly nowadays that I can imagine there's got to be some sort of trouble in teaching someone material that could be outdated a year or two from now. Have you found any sort of trouble with that? And how do you alleviate that? 
Absolutely. And that's really where our team comes in. We are constantly updating our content, our training. It's all in real time. So, you know, if something, we have a very active community. So if something changes, we we almost know, we almost tell our students before Amazon, literally before Amazon does. So it's a matter of just keeping our content constantly updated. Things don't change constantly with Amazon, but they, they do change frequently enough that we have a responsibility to keep our, you know, course content incredibly updated, uh, keeping our community just updated with changes, not only the changes, but how we update them. But yes, any Amazon seller will tell you, you know, something happened six months ago, it might not apply today. Um, Amazon can change policies or new categories or gosh, make it more difficult to get in a category or even make it different to become an Amazon seller. They'll sometimes change their, you know, requirements and things like that. So we generally don't have that problem just because our whole team that creates our whole program, most of them actually sell on Amazon too. So they are in it there. You know, we have connections with Amazon seller support. And so we're able to kind of give that front line of communication directly when those things do happen. Awesome. So I want to, I want to pivot to you a little bit personally. So you have a, you know, pretty healthy following on Instagram. Do you find that to be an important part of your business model? If so, why? I think it's great. I think I, I I love Instagram. It's so great just for people to, you know, it's so cool when I hear someone just was scrolling Instagram and they didn't even know about e-commerce or starting a business and they clicked on us and suddenly in a couple of days, they're working with our team and they've got a business set up. So it's so cool how things can happen really quickly on social media. So uh, I love when people can find my content, you know, get connected through us. So yeah, Instagram is amazing. It's it's a great way for someone just to get on the ground floor and learn from someone who looks like them, sounds like them, uh, and, and just be introduced to the opportunity that way. That's how I found out about Amazon was through Facebook, was through social media. It's not like Amazon's going to come to your doorstep and say, hey, do you want to come start a business? They don't really do that. So it's your job to find those opportunities and find those people to help you. So Instagram's awesome. Uh, it's a great platform I use for sharing my stories, for sharing content. So it's definitely a lot of fun. And how did you build such a robust following. That's a difficult thing to do. You know, <laughs> I've I've worked in that sort of a field before and it requires daily work and it's a lot. I bet a bunch of our audience members are wondering, how'd you do it? Lots of consistency, lots of time, uh, lots of uh, advertising. We do lots of advertising on Instagram. That certainly helps. So just lots of time, hundreds of videos, hundreds of reels, putting out content out there that just truly engages people. So following just comes from consistency, you know, over years of putting out that training and and and, and connecting with people. So it's definitely a, a slow and steady, slow and steady approach, but mostly just advertising. Uh, the videos we advertise through Instagram and then also um, putting out content and gaining followers that way. Awesome. So our final question that I always ask our interviewees is in an industry that can be so stress-inducing, the e-commerce world, how do you spend your free time to find a a healthy work-life balance? Well, I love to travel. Uh, I do like to travel as much as I can. Uh, traveling, I like to spend time with my family. Love to spend time around my house. You know, I'm, I've I've learned the joys of being a homeowner. So a lot of times, fixing things or repairing things, keeping our home our house maintained. Those are kind of the things I love to do in my in my free time. Uh, you got to have that time, I think, to decompress, uh, especially when you're an entrepreneur. Kind of life in the w- real world, right? Those are things I most like to do. But ultimately, I just love working with our students. I love working with our clients. Every day. That's a lot of fun for me. So I don't need a lot of free time. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs will say the same. But yeah, thanks. That's a great question. Thanks for asking. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure talking with you, Ashley. Hopefully, you get some more attendees in your class once this hits the airwaves. I just really appreciate your experiential knowledge that you've offered to 
me and our audience. So I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Alex. This was a lot of fun. And hopefully my story just inspires people to, to go on their own journey like I did. So it's been a lot of fun. Thank you, Alex. We look forward to catching up with you again down the road, Ashley. I'd like to thank Ashley Kincaid for joining me on the show and tune in next week when I talk about strategic sourcing and product development with Kian Golzari, the founder of Sourcing with Kian. For more information about Ashley, you can connect with her on LinkedIn or follow her on Instagram at Ashley N. Kincaid. And to learn more about Private Label Mastery, you can check out their website, amzprivatelabelmastery.com or on Instagram at Amazon Seller Girl, TikTok at Private Label Mastery and YouTube at Private Label Mastery 8515. That's our show. Thanks for listening. And we hope you join us again to find new episodes being published every Tuesday. Until next time.